How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com gift. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. This is an official download from thecustardtv.com. The Custard TV Podcast, the one place on the web where I'm here this week, Gary's here this week, and Matt's here this week. I'm yeah, here. the gang's back together. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like with the Beatles. Can I have a week for... off? When can I have a week off? Never. You were unpresent for the first six months of the podcast. That's you're true. Still just I'm making, making up time. You had, you had six <laughs> months. You'll stay off. here until you've made up the time. <laughs> yeah. um, can, oh. I, can I report some news? Yes. I, I've got a mouse in my house. I, I came out of hospital last week, as you may or may not know, and I came home, and the first night I was home, I saw a mouse run across the kitchen floor, and I'm like, what the hell is that? That's not what's been nibbling at your toes, is it? No, no, no. See, no, no, but that, that was the annoying thing. That was the first thing I thought. I thought, blimey, maybe that's where I got the infection from. But no, we've yeah. cleaned everything and put down some humane traps and some unhumane traps. I'll tell you why. And, um, and, uh, and, and we've, you know, set aside some time. inhumane, for... Gary, not unhumane. Well, whatever. So I'm thinking of getting a cat for a few weeks. What do you reckon? <laughs> so if anyone's got a cat in the Catford area... Uh, that they could lend me for two weeks. <laughs> you think they would? You the place is yeah, think, think maybe around here it'd be a Have you got room to swing a cat there? That's the that's the question. Well, there's no room to swing a cat, but I'm, obviously once it catches the mouse, I'd be quite happy to not swing, swing it. Out. Uh, <laughs> just, just swing it out. Swing it out then. I will, I will feed the cat and water the cat, you know, um, for two weeks. But you uh, have to water a cat. It's not a plant. <laughs> oh, I, He's thinking of an orchid. What, what do you call? What do you call it? It's supposed to feed them water. I don't know. I might also need some help in what you do with cats. <laughs> Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. Talking telly. Try it. Just for one week. Just try the program for one week. This is the Custard TV Podcast. Why is your place always cold? We've never mentioned this before. He lives up north. Uh, well, it's well, an old, yeah. it's an old Victorian house, um, and it's sort of not particularly well insulated. I am really well. Insulated. You are, yeah. yeah. I've seen you. That's why you <laughs> go to the gym so frequently. I'm a little bit better insulated than yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I keep myself warm, but I don't think many other living things would be would survive. Living. Not for spiders. <laughs> I seem to get a lot of spiders. But no, it is an old Victorian house that's been converted oh, right. into flats the drive has got like one of those old sort of horse things, you know, like the arches. Oh yeah. I'm imagining the stables at the back of Downton Abbey at the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's upstairs though, aren't you? Matt? Uh, well, yeah. No, I am downstairs. Oh, well, he's down. Downstairs. Well, they're all the downstairs. Northern ones are downstairs, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't got, he hasn't got a posh enough accent yeah, or a yeah. double barreled name for goodness sake. Yeah. When did you last see the mouse Gary going back to that? Uh, Mon- what are we? Tuesday, uh, Sunday night was the last sighting. Well, it might have just been over for the weekend. You don't know who's going to well, be they, there they all week. They didn't put it in writing or anything. You know, as long no, as it wasn't been... a demigorgon. That's right, or, yeah. yeah it wasn't a dart. So it was a um, nougat. Uh, I was thinking well. he'd be quite happy if Demi Moore popped around. I was thinking, what not really. About? Not, not really. current Demi, Demi Moore, no. maybe 80s no. Demi Moore. Yeah, Demi maybe, Moore maybe. from... Um, Ghost. Um, 50s. Not well, Ghost. no. Ghost. Um, I don't know. Disclosure. G.I. Jane era. Oh no, probably. she's bald in G.I. Jane. <laughs> Joking. Uh, Why did you up? Yeah, indecent <laughs> proposal. Was she in that? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was indecently proposed. Oh, cool. She was. <laughs> yeah, she was the proposer. Proposee. Oh, weird. No, I didn't expect Proposing. <laughs> We've hidden it well, but this yeah. is a TV-based podcast. You're joking, we talk are to you? you. 
I, I was going to say, we yeah. should just do one podcast where we don't talk about television. We just mm. talk about Buzz I feel like we're always on the cusp of that. Yeah. I yeah. feel like the TV's where we lose a bit of our oomph, actually. <laughs> really, yeah. Good. We don't talk with okay. as much authority about TV as we Maybe used we to. could do, like, current affairs and... You know. Oh, no, that's boring. Is any, uh, none of us no, are no having reli- an affair, though. No religion or politics, please. Come on. Yeah. We haven't really done TV news for a while. No, well, there hasn't um, been a lot, has there? I feel like there hasn't been a lot, but there are, there is some stuff to discuss. ITV Encore, the... Um, the channel that you can only get at the moment on Virgin no. Sky. No, you can't, can't get, get it on Virgin. Virgin. On Sky. Oh, can't you? No, only you Sky. You can only get it on Sky. Sky. My apologies. That's why it's being pulled. It's not yeah. even on Freeview, is it? No, 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 no. it's, it's a uh, uh, subscription. I always said prescription. Subscription only <laughs> thing that only Sky have got. It's like Sky Atlantic. Yeah. Only rubbish. So, They've not known what to do with it since it launched. Although, uh, Harlots has had some good reviews, though, but it wasn't on Hulu in, in the States. Yeah. Yes, it was, yes. Hulu. Always like it when Matt says Hulu. Always gives me a bit of a smile, that. I'd love um, to know how he says Hula as a comparison. Hula. Thank you. That's uh, less exciting. Could you say Settee? Settee. Thank you. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> Now could you say Unsweep? Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've not been here, to be fair. Yeah, true, yeah. Uh, but, you've okay, not been so here. ITV Encore is closing in the spring. Still going to be able to get the box sets. That's why I got confused, because Virgin are going to house the box sets along with... Yeah, I, I, this is a decision I don't get. The other thing, a uh, bit more serious, is that Ed Westwick has been caught up in all of the scandal hitting Hollywood at the moment, and that shouldn't affect us at all, except... He was a major player in the new Agatha Christie adaptation, which is harder to say than I thought. I was going to say, you did well there. That you, I thought like you yeah. weren't going to get that out. Agatha well Christie adaptation that has been a mainstay of Christmas over the last th- two years, with, and then there were none on the witness for the prosecution. This would have been ordeal by innocence. He's a major player in it, and the BBC have decided to pull it. So that means they need to fill slots on Boxing Day, the day after and the day after that, and in the yeah. crucial 9pm slot. I don't really understand why they have to pull things. I, I kind in, of, I mean, he, I, one thing we need to say in case this, you know, when he has been alleged to have done something. I know, something. so that's why, that's so why that's, I struggle with, do well, you I, need to pull? One thing that I've noticed is everybody, and I, we did talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but I think you may have had Netflix have cancelled the next series of House of Cards because of the situation with Kevin Spacey. A number of Harvey Weinstein productions have been halted, and um, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah, but um, they, they've been, all admitted been, to it and well, that, been found somewhat guilty. I think this is the first case where, as you say somebody is reacting to an allegation first mm. before waiting for anything but, uh, to go forward. I think it did happen before on the radio, if I remember, because like, wasn't there false accusations against Paul Gambaccini? Yes. And, and, Tony Blackburn. Bla- and Tony yeah, Blackburn. And Tony yeah. Blackburn, yes. They're, they're, and Cliff Richard, of course. The problem is, as you say, yeah, you if it does right, turn out to be true, then they could we'll be never see promoting this. it. I think it's um, precautionary measures. You know mm. what I mean? It's, it's yeah. It's stopping the fire before it starts. The big thing there is they just need to fill three big prestigious... Well, I think, I think movies. Well, movies. no, I, I've got a suggestion that I don't like. <laughs> well, well, no, so but why I, are you suggesting it? No, no, no. Well, OK, I, I'm going to make a suggestion. I don't like the outcome, but I could see the BBC doing it. They might repeat yeah. one of the Sherlock series. No, not over three. Well, no, he's got I a point. I could see it. I just have really enjoyed the two Christie adaptations from Sarah uh, yeah. Phelps over Phelps. the last two years. And it's the the thing is, is that if he, if he is found guilty of the crimes he has been accused of, will that ever see the light of day, do you think? Or no. do you think they will bury it and never release it? Yeah. No. It's, had a it's a shame it. for everyone else involved, yeah. though, isn't it? Because, yeah. as you yeah. say, who else was in it? Bill Nye was in it. He would have been yeah. good. Um, Matthew Good from The Good Wife. Ed Wet. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Luke, Luke Treadaway from. <laughs> I realise now why I'm reading this. Luke Treadaway from the uh, from the thing we talked about last week. Morven Christie. Um, yeah, so there were some good names in there. Catherine Keener. So, yeah. but, but Bill Nye's not Catherine been on Keener's telly for ages. Do you think the BBC 
are pulling it a because of yeah you know, a we know it's because of the things but do you think they're pulling it because of when they're going to put it on like no, the BBC no, at Christmas has to be they're seen to be white, kind of like no, no, really it's old as well it doesn't matter it's mm. just it's got someone who's been accused of something we're going to just I'm, that's I'm why asking, they're not I'm only asking the question I, I agree with production's you. been halted on white gold as well Gary that, yeah. that, that yeah no I know but the, yeah. that, this has been made that hasn't I understand yeah. that so boxing, I don't think that Mr and Mrs general public would even know that I, I have to admit I when it was released I had to look the guy up I had to be honest. But you were a massive Gossip Girl fan, weren't you, Gary? <laughs> no, I've seen I was pictures not. of you with your little mobile phone imitating the Gossip Girl. The XOXO. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I even know about that program is that the voiceover was Sarah Michelle Geller. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? And you don't no, even know, know that. that. Kristen oh, Kristen Bell. Bell. Sorry, that's it. It was Kristen Bell. It's the only thing I know about that show. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, so I had that's amazing, know. Gary. When the uh, when the accusations were made, so. Yeah. Okay, and the final thing of note, or in my case, actually this year, not much of note, is that I'm a Celebrity is back on Sunday. They've announced the main lineup, but they always add two or three more mm. into the mix it after about two four, more, won't it? four days. Should we, should we quickly go through and say whether we know who shall these I, people are? I, I'll do it, because I think yeah. I know most. I've watched some of the videos today of them talking oh, okay. about how they're all scared of spiders and stuff. Oh, Jamie Lomas? Not a clue. Hollyoaks, Hollyoaks, and he stand us briefly. And also, Gary, you may remember him from uh, Sky One's footballing soap Dream Team, which we start to talk about from time to time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who did the voiceover in Dream Team? Was it Sarah Michelle Gellar? Uh, no, it was uh, Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe it was Anthony Head. Amir Khan. Is one you will know, Gary. Georgia Tafolo. I haven't got a clue. I'm he's... assuming she's a Chelsea or a... Yeah, she is something. a Chelsea. Yeah, Tifolo I think I've seen... sounds like that, that travel website they always advertise. <laughs> <laughs> Denny McAlpine. Yeah, kind of. Corey. Yeah, Corey at yeah. Fizz from Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Wise. Uh, a footballer and manager, and he has a temper. I reckon that's why he's there. Yeah, that's he did say that in his... Um, it's yeah. looking like Gary didn't knows he, more of the line. He was Vinnie Jones' best man, apparently. Yeah, and he wants punched punch a taxi driver or something, I think, to remember. On the is way one, back from Vinnie Jones's wedding. Here's one none of us know, Jack Maynard. No. No, we're no. so not with the He's kids. a vlogger, G- did, he, did he win a gold medal or something? No. No, he's heir to the wine gums uh, fortune. Is that true? What? No. <laughs> oh, that'd be Maynard. great. Uh, Stanley Johnson. Oh, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I suppose Stanley Johnson is interesting, but... I don't know. I've seen him on Have I Got News For You. He's basically a carbon copy of Boris Johnson, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's Boris Johnson's dad. It's what you'd expect. Yeah. So, And yeah. also, fun fact, <clears throat> the oldest ever contestant they've had on I'm a Celebrity. Really? Well, yeah. it, it, it older than um, Bannatyne? Yeah, older oh, yeah. than... Wow. The, old, the previous oldest contestant was George Takei. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At 77, he's the oldest contestant they've ever had on. Oh, and interestingly, Shappy Corsandi, who's the... Hate her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, find I got, her funny. I got Shappy Corsandi Tourette's then. It just don't uh, came out. Yeah, well, I don't find I her funny. I think the reason she... How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. He's on, well, they're both on. She's recently criticised Boris for all the stuff he said about the Iranian woman. Oh, or the woman yeah, yeah but to be honest, Stanley doesn't tend to defend Boris, actually. No, he doesn't. Watch him on various things. He tends to go, yeah, that's I Boris. remember him on the so... last leg where he, because he'd voted Remain and obviously Boris was big on the Leave campaign. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. She's one of these comedians who's not funny and does a lot of these sort of celebrity shows and stuff. I'm not surprised. I, I, think, I think she gets picked up because... A lot of the panel shows had these complaints about not having enough women on them, yeah. quite rightly so. She got featured a lot, but she's not funny. Uh, <laughs> and finally, uh, Vanessa White. I'm assuming that's uh, one of the Saturdays, because I think I've heard that. I think I, yes. I read that. Is that right? She's the least known of the Saturdays, I think. The, the big rumours are Boris Becker, 
they thought he might join late or as long as there's or, no cupboards you should be or right. realistically um sandra from gogglebox or Gemma yeah. collin no Je- not oh, Gemma collin no the other one i read was ku stark really <laughs> Yeah. She dated and Prince Andrew in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. The they, the oh, they were the three. They were the three big rumours: Ku Stark, Sandra from Gogglebox, and Boris Becker were the three big rumours that didn't that make this. That sounds like the up. worst episode of Three in the Bed I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I, I have to say, uh, it, this series is going to hang on Ant and Decker for more than it has mm. done. The spotlight will be on Ant and Deck for all the wrong mm. reasons, and I'm. Mm. I I feel like that first night's going to be. Make or break. Of He's going to have to make, send himself up, isn't he? They're going to have to do a gag early on about it, and then it should settle down. And I think because I think as as an audience member, I'm already nervous to see it in a way. Do you, do you think perhaps he'll just come on and sing Rehab by Amy Winehouse and make a joke out of it? He'll make a joke out. I don't think he'll do that, but I think he'll make like they'll do something like where they're talking about so, oh something happened over the year didn't it blah 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 something like yeah. and then they'll then you they'll, they'll the summer it, yeah. or something yeah. you know yeah if they diffuse the situation if they leave it hanging i think people will be talking about it more if they just sort of make a and joke about it and move that's on that's so wrong isn't it that we even have to yeah. that they should have to reference this but i i agree with you yeah Right, uh, big news for fans of fantasy TV drama. Amazon uh, have secured the right to make a number of television shows based on the Lord of the Rings uh, franchise. First of which is going to be a kind of bridging uh, series between the end of The Hobbit and the beginning of The Fellowship of the Rings. So think of this a bit like Rogue One uh, in the Star Wars universe. Uh, No decision been made yet on who's going to be in it or who's going to write it or adapt it, whether they'll have any input from Peter Jackson or anything like that. Uh, but the fact that Amazon are doing it means it will probably get a fair amount of money thrown at it. Um, Sorry, but, Gary, uh, as, you, as you mentioned Star Wars, isn't there a Star Wars TV series coming as well? Like, well, I'm just gonna, that. I haven't, I hadn't put that down, but that's a very good point. They've announced that they're going to do the first live-action TV show for Star Wars. Mm. Um, but again, there's no news on when, who, yeah. well, or it's anything. Because but... Disney are setting up their own streaming service, aren't they? So it's when yes. they set that up, that's going to be part of that that's going to be one of their big shows but matt as a game of thrones fan like me would you be happy i'm not a big hobbity of... tosh fan i have to say okay that's that's it sorry i've, I've nicked that off co mode uh no i only saw i watched the lord of the rings films which are in here and I, I that first hobbit film i didn't watch anymore after that they were they were having dinner for 45 minutes before anything no, else. No. i i did end up watching them i think actually whilst i was out of hospital last year, I think I caught up. They were overly long and they dragged a story that could have been done in one film out to three. Yes. Two reviews for Gary Goes West this week. The first of which is a show that's recently come to Netflix called The Sinner. Can it's I just say, ne- Gary? Sorry. Yes, of course. They are very similar, these two, aren't they? I thought they were watching Alias Grace. There are similarities between them. There are, which we will discuss. Well, both female-led, I think, is one of the key things that yeah. we could say right up the front. Uh, the Sinner is actually a USA Network show. It's not a Netflix original. And it stars uh, Jessica Biel as the lead actress. Mm. Uh, she plays Cora Tanetti, a married mother. You kind of see a lot from her perspective. Um, but there are also bits where you see the husband, Christopher Abbott, playing her husband, Mason. And you also see a bit through the eyes of Bill Pullman, who plays Detective Harry Ambrose. You start by seeing Jessica Biel. She's a little bit on edge at times. She has a little bit of problem uh, sharing an intimate moment with her husband, shall we call it. Uh, And they go to the beach. And you're thinking, what on earth is this show about? Where does the title come from? And then, very much out of nowhere, she picks up the knife that she's using. Well, before that, Gary. Before before that. that. Well, gone. What, what, What have I missed? Before that, she gets in the sea and appears to... Oh, okay, yeah, off. sorry. I, yeah, well, she has a moment when she, she decides to go into the water at the beach and she has a moment where... I mean, is, is this really a suicide attempt or is this just being a bit, being a bit sort of... Well, like, I think this it's to show is that, that, that she's on edge because she just sort of... She swims away and you see her family, husband and young son, getting further and further away and she's sort of in a world of her own. So basically, she picks up the knife that she's been cutting her young child's apple with and basically goes over to this young amorous couple 
who are playing music and... Uh, and this and is it. like bedtime with mother, isn't it? She yeah, goes over to the Apollo, then goes over to the Amos couple. Trying to make sure it's PG. And basically, um, she starts stabbing the young man for what seems like absolutely no reason. It absolutely comes out of nowhere. And it is a truly shocking moment. And I think if you didn't know anything about this show, and I, I didn't know anything about it when I watched it. it, then I think you would say this is truly shocking. The fallout, basically, out of the rest of it is that you see the arrest, the, the arraignment. You begin to see what would happen when something like this would happen. I mean, again, and it's not... You, you, you see it very much through her eyes and, and, and the eyes of this detective by, by Bill Pullman, who's a little bit... I mean, he, he, I suppose we're looking at our usual kind of, like, damaged detective. Mm. But a little bit unusual. He's got a fascination with um, flora and fauna. Uh, and also... They're uh, those has, twins that he slept with yeah, in 1978. <laughs> indeed. And he's also got a fascination uh, with visiting a lady of the night who... Um, how can I put it, this? It, demonstrates, Yeah, demonstrates a, a, a wantonness <laughs> for pain. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Does he think we've got a really young audience to this podcast? I don't know who's downloading this. Do I? I've got to be conscious. I've got a young nephew. He might decide, oh, look, Uncle Gary's doing a podcast. There are flashbacks throughout the episode where you see the young Jessica Beale and the mother is very devout. So she's making, she sort of says things to Jessica around her behaviour, you know, about her attitude, you know, how... Uh, and it, it does seem very strange. And I think we're going to get more mm. of that as the series goes That's on. That's why it's called The Sinner, isn't it? Yes, I think I understood it at that point. I thought maybe the sinner was around the act that she did, but I think you're well, right. Is. I think it, it is, is, but I think yeah. I think that you're going to get more into the background of why she did it as the series goes on. I knew, unfortunately, about the the shocking moments. So that was kind of a bit ruined, but I still got the the tenseness leading up to it of how's it going to happen? When's she going to do it? And I think. Um, this was a lot better than most shows on the USA Network. They've had a kind of rough run. I know they sort of came out of themselves with Mr. Robot a couple of years ago, but yeah. apart from that, the shows they produce are not of a great I, quality. I think the only other one that's really done any damage is Suits, isn't it, really? Yeah. I enjoyed it at the time, but not enough to go back. I think... I think this is it, Do, and I, I, I don't feel compelled if to I, do that for more. I'll, I'll ask a question about that in a minute, once um, we've heard from Matt as well. I think it got going after the stabbing. I think I found yeah. quite a lot of it. Yeah, before. it is it is the key because thing Because I didn't happens. know the twist, unlike Luke. So I, I was just like, oh, what's this about? Why is it called The Sinner? They're going to the beach. It was all quite, this is her life. She's not happy. She spends most of it sort of in a world of yes. her own. And yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not a very engaging character. So that no, no, she's quite distant, it. isn't she? Mm. Quite detached. I think they pulled you in towards the end and there was that intrigue um, regarding... Was it the music they were playing had something yeah. to do with... Well, because, I, because there I was no... So- there was no sort of obvious links. I don't know if you made that clear, Gary, that there was no obvious links between her and him. They, they said, why has she done this? It just seemed oh, like okay. a random um, act. Basically, yeah. you get the impression that initially this seems to be a random act. She doesn't yes. know this person at all. This is what she said. Yeah. And then there was some sort of link to the music that they were playing that sort of triggered something in oh, her. Oh, okay. I didn't quite get that. That's, that's isn't that... Luke, am I right? I mean, this is well, yeah, going is on that. my memory. Also, oh, yes. Also. Now, that's it. Because it was the music... The, the girlfriend had found that the boyfriend used to make music when he that's was in college. And, and to say Jessica Beals, I enjoyed her performance. I just... Mm. As a as she's yeah. the lead character Poor where everything is happening to and I didn't feel yeah. as much empathy as I wanted to. Uh, the, the question that I was going to ask, and I, I think I'll ask it to both of you, is do you think that with Christmas coming up and the fact that we won't get so much drama on television, won't get so many new series, do you feel like this could fill that little void till the new year of a TV drama that you might binge on? No. Okay. I don't think it felt high quality enough, and no. I, don't think the, I don't think the characters were there. I what, think the what's story the status... The story you was meant... interesting, but the mm. the characters weren't. So, Alias Grace, which is another show that's just hit on Netflix, but is not, again, a Netflix original, although I thought it was, actually made in Canada by CDC, which is one of the main networks over there. Uh, this is a, a show set in the 
1800s. And it's on based on the true story of Grace Marks, a housemaid and immigrant I've from down. Ireland. 1859, Gary. I had written it down. There we go. Okay. Uh, and, and she's been imprisoned for the murder of her employer, Thomas Kinnear. Uh, and although she claims that there's been no claim that she didn't do it, uh, she certainly claimed that there were factors uh, and that she also claims that she has no memory of the murder. The main plot is that, that we see it is um, a new doctor, a Dr. Simon Jordan. Um, so you see a lot of what her life is at the moment, although she's in prison, she's on day release where she cleans and maintains the governor's house. And you see a little bit of prison life and a little bit of life in the, in, in the governor's house. And then you see her interactions with this doctor. And he's not interested so much in the crime. He's interested in her background. So similar in some way, I suppose, to the Mindhunter series that, that I've been watching recently. Um, and you get the story of her coming over with her family from Ireland, her abusive father, her mother who dies on the way over from Ireland. And you see the point up to where her father basically sends her out to work because he needs money for his alcohol. And she joins uh, the employment of, um, of uh, Thomas uh, Kinnear. She meets uh, Rebecca Lydiard's Mary Whitney, who is a similar housemaid who she buddies up with very quickly. There is that bit of Mindhunter in there because the way in which they, mm. they're using that kind of early psychiatric information, you see a lot of things where she's in a, 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 a psychiatric hospital and they're doing all the old things like they're measuring her head. Well, that was the measuring the head was at the um, governor's house, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. She but they also the knives. Yeah, and th so they're using kind of a, the old... And this guy's trying to do, no, we're going to try and unpack what's wrong with her by you know, using cognitive therapy. I have to say, I wasn't a big fan. I don't know. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't have a lot of expectations. I didn't know. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I know what it was about, really. I obviously, I saw the sort of connection with The Handmaid's Tale purely because they were based on the books by the same author. I think yeah. it was the structure of this for me. It was very, you know, this happened and this, as you say, this is like, her narrating her life to yeah. the doctor and it's like this happened and this happened and there wasn't a lot of punch to it it was mainly uh sarah gaddon the, the lead just basically reciting her character's backstory whether this is all sort of set up and it'll get there and stuff but the oddest bit of casting as well in this was david cronenberg playing a reverend yeah I know, I'm, I'm glad i wasn't the only one that noticed that but uh, <laughs> but yeah no i just appeared uh, in some of his own movies but i don't know that he's got many acting credits it didn't wow me i have to say it didn't wow me i didn't like the first episode of the handmaid's tale really wowed me but this was just it's all right you know i know it's 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 going to be a self i think this is six parts a sort of self-contained six part but it yeah just, it didn't wow me it was very sort of on one level for most of it and and i didn't really get in with with Grace, really, I, I, you know, wasn't intrigued enough by the story of this murder that she couldn't remember and all these little bits, you know. Again, mm. it's very expositiony with David Cronenberg and the Doctor in that pub. They're talking, you know, he's filling us in on all the elements of the case and everything. But I just, it, nothing about it grabbed me, really. I thought the lead actress, Sarah Gadon, was very good. She's playing a, an interesting part. There's obviously a lot more there. I think the other problem, the problem was the Doctor who's interviewing her is mm. there's nothing about him. Dollars dishwater. Yeah. And, and yeah. Dollars do good, 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 you know, good, good use, good, good words there, I think. And the problem is there's nothing. I agree. There's just nothing that's drawing me in. I'm not that interested in the storyline 
and I don't think there's enough of there for me for me to keep watching. And similar to how I felt about The Handmaid's Tale, unfortunately, was I I didn't have enough to kind of make me feel like I want to watch. More. I just found that really hard to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I, yeah. I might go I, back I, to that. I kind but... of feel like this would be the same for me. Like I reckon a couple more episodes because I'm not sure what is going to happen. I don't know how many episodes they're going to be of them talking. I wish I had something more constructive to add, but you both have my thoughts. In fact, you know I hate a flashback. But the other thing I hate is continual narration. Yeah, yeah. It really irritates me. And it, it sort worked. of jumped I around. I understood it in The Handmaid's yeah. Tale yeah. because they weren't allowed to speak. And so you got... Yeah, that's a clever device. World. It was a yeah. device to let you in on what she was thinking. But this was just... Irritating. Mm. I found it really irritating. Because some um, of it was, sorry, Luke. Because some of it was like letters she was writing to the doctor. Some of it was yes, like their sessions together. It all seemed a bit jumbled. But it's like we need to get all this narration in to explain the plot to people. So we yeah. need it to sort of jump around a bit. And and yeah, you're right. Yeah, constant narration. Before I put this on, I was thinking, are we a bit rough on things? Should we watch more than one of something we mm. don't even like before we write it off? We, I am particularly bad for that on this podcast, but the same way you've got to be engaged and I just wasn't. The one thing I was engaged by was the fact that it was 46 minutes. I was so mm. pleased when I said yeah. that. Well, there's only off. six of these, so it's yeah. got, you know... I, I'd have to say that I will probably watch The Sinner. I don't think I'll watch this. Um, it just about... made me think I've got four more episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I was just thinking I really want to watch that now. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't really know mm. why I stopped. I it think... was hard to watch, wasn't it? I think it was the, and each I think each episode was clocking on an hour as well, or going over. Sometimes. I mean, me and you, I think, got to the same point. I think you might have got a little bit further than I did, mm. but I think Can I stopped I... around five or six as well. There, there's a point that I'm going to make here that might seem a little bit controversial, but do you think as well we're perhaps not the right audience for this? That here we are, three white middle class men, and Speak for yourself, I'm I'm not a middle class. I'm a you know what I mean. But <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I think you know. You look at the shows that I'm have been on this year. You look, you look at um, Top of the Lake. You look at Doctor Foster. You look but at we these two. The lake. But, uh, what I'm saying is, all of them have got strong female led characters, and they're a trying to appeal to okay. some of them are trying to appeal for both genders okay. I appreciate is this, is this, exactly is this going for a female audience well no i know exactly what you're saying but we are all three of us led by characters i think mm. one of my favorite shows this year was big little lies which mm, couldn't, me have too. Been, couldn't have yeah. been more set to female if it had tried no the all the only yeah. the only male lead character and it was a scumbag yeah reese witherspoon Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley, um, well, you know, it couldn't have been more female yeah. skewed. But the and I'm a massive Gilmore Girls fan, as you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the characters were so well done. I mean, and, and I never for one minute thought, oh, this is a show I, about I, I know as well that, I, that, that, that there's, been a, there's been a lot of people throwing some shade on the fact that the, the lead in Star Trek is a woman. And Very it's most shade. Of Sometimes you're from the 1940s and sometimes, <laughs> uh, and sometimes I bring it all modern. Uh, in it, uh, but as well, people have been saying, you know, people have been complaining, you know, oh, it's a very female-led show, and all the relationships are made female, and I, I, you know that. I don't forget, of course, with Star Trek, you're mostly targeting the nerds. Let's and face something, it. Something so, closer to home as well. No offense, I suppose, is all female-led as well. And we love yeah. that. What about the good fight and the good wife? Yeah, as well? yeah. Do we need to find a female uh, perspective on these shows before we put them to no, rest? Do we need to ask? out there if there's anyone who, uh, female who's watched these that could give us their perspective i suppose that wouldn't be bad but for me if this had had as engaging characters the handmaid's tale did then i'd still be watching it i think okay but similar to the sinner i thought i could appreciate what jessica beale was doing but i just didn't find her particularly interesting not because she was jessica beale but because the character wasn't that interesting and you have to invest with people if you want to enjoy it i think yeah, no, I, I completely agree with um, most of what you're saying. No, all of what you're saying. <laughs> you can't well. completely agree Not, with most nine, of it. 97.4% of what you've just yeah. said. And now it's over to Matt with the reviews. Only a couple of bits this week. Um, Thank God. <laughs> I can sense Luke isn't going to be happy. Yeah, Luke, Luke's, po- Luke's poker voice isn't very good. Please no. don't keep your claws close to your chest, Luke, like you normally do. I normally do. <laughs> yeah. I've, got the, I've got them embedded in one of my nipples. They're so close to my chest. 
What do you want to start with? Gone to pot? Let's yeah. d- well, the whole review section is pretty much gone to pot anyway. Yeah. It, okay, so in Gone to Pot, which I have actually watched both episodes of so far. Oh, Matt Donnelly, have a day off. He <laughs> uh, probably did have a day off, and why she did it watch you Gone to Pot? Yeah. Um, features uh, Pam St. Clement, Linda Robson, John Fashionu, Bobby George, and Christopher Biggins going round America and doing various marijuana related activities. Um, going to places where um, they put it in food, going to places... There was a bit where they went to a, a nunnery where they were um, making yeah, like oils out of uh, marijuana. Um, in the second episode, uh, they do... Um, John Fashion and Linda Robson go to like this children's ward Don't where... Don't bother they... telling me what happened in the second episode. No, I'm just saying... I, I'm, He's setting I'm, it up, Matt. I'm painting a picture. Just different different bits that, to do with marijuana. So in the second one, they look at maybe like the ill effects of it. They go to like a um, marijuana anonymous group, and um, in an excellent segment, uh, Pam St. Clement does her audition for Narcos by joining the police on a, like a drugs raid, which is quite. Oh, see, a... now I have to watch it, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. No, you're selling it now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it was basically, as as Luke alluded to, a bit sugar free farm. A bit um, real marigold hotel. It was a lot of the they they go they journey around on like a big sort of uh, tie dye bus. They're trying to see if it, if legalisation could work in the UK and if it has yeah. a positive effect because all of them have got health problems. I think we sort of know what Luke thinks. Gary, what do you think? I, I, I mean, the premise is is pure partridge. You know, it is kind of right out of left field. But I think it was done reasonably well. There's no way I was going to watch any more. I wasn't interested enough in the subject matter or the or the five celebrities to think, oh, how does this end? But I think they, they video and actually it was done quite nicely. It wasn't done hmm. sort of too damningly about their experiences. It wasn't too judgmental or too, you know, it showed both sides of all the arguments. But I think the problem was it just didn't deserve to be on ITV1. Well, I, really, I really don't. I really don't think this was a prime time TV. show. That, well, yeah. Luke, I mean, your your views. My issue is, and I like. I'm probably. Well, no, you you like the Real Margot Hotel as well. What yeah. You, from what you've seen. Yeah. I find that really uplifting, really charming. It doesn't pretend to be anything. It isn't. This almost laughed at itself, and so it, I struggled mm. to take it seriously. It sort of mocked itself. Before it began with the John Lennon opening titles and the tie-dye thing and just calling it Gone to Pot was ridiculous. Yeah, I agree with the title. If they they played it a bit more, these Mm. people are in in pain every day and they want help, rather than almost mocking it before it had started. I mean, I think I'm on the level with you here that they've ITV'd it up. Uh, It's the little gimmicks of it, he means, because that is... That is the story of it. The story is, shall we legalise it? Is this going to help our pain? And because, they do address because that. Because we struggle with pain. Yeah. And everything we've got here doesn't work. So yeah. will this work? But what as you say, going go to the nuns. As... It started. Yeah, yeah, but I think actually, to be fair, I agree. The first 10 or 15 minutes, I felt the same way. But I think it got into it. It sort of found its groove as it went on. And I think... I think there was a good ke- reference. And I yeah. think I think there was good chemistry between I, I them. tuned in, I dropped think, in and dropped out. Oh, yeah. I think that's <laughs> what worked with the Marigold Hotel is that they all had chemistry and in this I I thought all of them got on with each other and it was nice to see Yeah. Sort of there was no real tension between the five of them certainly yeah. in the first episode. But again, only watching for sake of discussion with yeah. two friends, quote unquote, and yeah. uh, would ne- would never have watched this because mm. It's, it's a similar th- reason I, I enjoy the undateables, but that mocks itself before mm. it even starts. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like the I, title I, of this I, at I all. Think, I think TV does that too often. Yeah. It's almost, we, we won't let people mock it. We'll mock it ourselves first yeah. before people have seen it. And it's but, that, but that's because with a name like Gone to Pot, as you say, they've, they've almost started it before they've even got to the, you know, the opening credits. Thing. So I, well, I do agree with that bit. The credits were stupid as well with the John oh, yeah. and It was just... It was just silly. ITV, yeah. you're I, a disgrace. No, I, I d- but no, I, I have to say, I, I have to say, I did enjoy, it, as you can tell, because I've watched both episodes. But yeah, I did. Will it, you watch the third? Maybe I don't know, but because oh, the third one is them sort of summing up. Because the the thing is, though, I think the 
the issue is that it is all very repetitive. You, you know, this is quite a niche subject. There yeah. are only so many things that you can do with it. You know, so they went to the nuns, which I was quite a, quite a I surreal think... sight, seeing Pam St. Clement do a joint with some nuns. Yeah. I think, well, the, tar- I think, I think the target audience <laughs> very much was, as we said, people who don't know what else is on and don't change the channel. No, people have lost their vote. Yeah, it would have, but I, I could see this getting viewers because basically it's ITV, and I always watch ITV at this time. So that's gone to pot. Love well lies and records. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Love lies and records is the latest drama from uh, Kay Mella. I hate her. Um, As do I. Stars um, Ashley Jensen. So she plays Kate, this registrar who's got a. She's got an odd family life that she's um, not married to the fellow off of teachers. They've both got kids from separate relationships, and I think the daughter is theirs. Yep. I, I Something like that. To worry. He's a police officer, um, and her sort of work life is very hectic. She uh, gets promoted in the first episode to superintendent um, and, and team leader. And takes the job away from uh, Rebecca Front's Judy, who was sort of... Why do you have to say it like that? That was my favourite bit of the podcast right there. <laughs> Judy. She was saying Judy was wonderful. Judy. <laughs> He's got six O's in the word Judy for some reason. Anyway, uh, she's sort of like the the fun police of the uh, of the um, registry office, and um, doesn't basically doesn't like the fact that Kate, who's a bit more sort of modern, Brilliant. has got the job rather than someone who's a bit more. Can uh, we wrap strict. this up a tiny bit now, Matt? Because I'm having to relive it in my mind. Can we? Well, basically, well, if you stop interrupting, he will. Yeah. There were yeah. If you stop saying, oh, I like the way you said that word. So, I mean, there's several stories set around her job. She um, marries a woman who's got terminal cancer to her partner when he comes to register the birth. There's sort of some sort of like thing about arranged marriages going on between like Slovenian women and Iranian men. There's yeah. one of her colleagues who uh, wants to dress as a woman. And there's um, Rebecca Front, who's sort of blackmailing her, sort of, with a video of her getting a bit intimate with a colleague. And she's got this video and she's sending it to her on her phone and things like that. Gary, I'll go to you first on this one. I I just didn't see any point or reason why this television show was made. It was so dull. It was almost a show about administration. And I'm an administrator and I found it dull. (laughs) I put that on the poster. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't believe Ashley Jensen at all. I didn't believe the affair she was having. Uh, the bloke, the person who was um, going to be dressing up as a woman, uh, I'm assuming that they, obviously they, I could see that that's an interesting storyline, and it's going to be interesting to see how that might have been interesting to see how that progresses, especially when he turns up as a woman. I'm assuming in a later episode, but really. A registrar, they they kind of overplay the importance of the job. Things like this don't happen in registrars' offices. They know? fabricate, and, and, and not for the next six weeks. Anyway. No, I, not, not... I just I I mean I have to to, to counter your point. I quite liked all the administrative stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I I, 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 I quite no. Should we cut him off the call? Or do you... <laughs> no, just I, I agree with you. I thought the affair was stupid. I thought the the sort of the video that she had and everything like that that was stupid. And the stuff with the guy wanted to dress as a woman, that was stupid. But I didn't Absolutely. mind anything. I didn't mind everything else. It was, it was trying to tug at the heartstrings. And failing. But, but, uh, and failing. I, I mean, okay, fair enough. It was a very... Yeah, but just, I don't know. No. Did, I didn't, didn't like it at all. Sorry. No, no, Luke, you went no, into, no you went into this no knowing you wouldn't like it, though, Luke. I just can't um, work out in my mind why this writer is so well-respected by writers that I love, like Sally Wainwright and Russell T. Davis and all these people that I admire. Even Paul Abbott's worked with her and said wonderful things. Probably a lovely person. Mm. It's just, I think her problem is that TV drama has moved on 
and perhaps her style hasn't. I feel that Kay Meller has a good idea and then goes too far with it. I didn't think it needed the blackmail element or the cross-dressing element. You know, we, we've got this set up, but she seems to need to go further and further with and, every and, character. And... Um, but no, I mean, I probably won't watch any more of this, but I, I, I see where you're coming from with Kay Meller. I just feel like she think, she feels like she has to go further than others. I think she feels, I don't know, that this isn't enough. And she needs, and like, big things. Ashley... I don't think this is going to no. sound awful. I don't mean this to be rude. I don't think Ashley Jensen is a, is a lead actress. And everyone around her was so dull. I just... And there's almost everybody's got a story, and I just didn't care. And Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I and another point I would make is that this is the sort of drama I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of on BBC One when I... Um, that's what I thought, yeah. He is yeah. Wenger at the... Um, Edinburgh Festival was saying that this uh, he described it as aspirational drama. You can't see me with my uh, finger quotes. We've got stuff like the split coming next year about divorce lawyers and the press about journalists. If this didn't have the blackmail story, Mm. there's no reason why this couldn't have been like a gentle 8 p.m. drama. Yeah. Or very or much a, like a or gentle, an afternoon drama. I was going to say a two yeah, p.m. drama. Almost. drama. Yeah, I just couple I this just, with uh, Claire I've Goose's just, The Coroner. It's not that I want every drama to be gritty and groundbreaking, uh, but I just think this is old hat for 2017. Mm. It's really old hat, and I don't. See I can see what you mean. See it felt it comfortable to an extent. I know it's got that old feel to it, and and you're right. Like KML hasn't tried to move on in her storytelling you know it's always about sort of big groups of people and all the all the shots of her dramas if you look at them are of people like laughing together they've obviously read the script and then seen how much they've been paid yeah um, one of these things doesn't add up. <laughs> <laughs> have you told your friends about this podcast okay here we go no it's just not my idea of a good time tell them now that's what the people want to hear this is the Custard TV podcast. Good to the last drop. From thecustardtv.com. Pick of the week. This is where we point your face at something we believe is worth your time over the next seven days on the telly. I'll go first and say I have finished all of Motherland on the BBC iPlayer, but it is still showing in its normal Tuesday night slot at 10pm and is worth your time. It goes more emotional than I expected it to and I felt all the better for it and in a, I, in a, at a time where we've got Motherland and Detectorists on it's not a bad time for BBC comedy I've watched three so far and I'm okay. finding it hard to watch but in a good way, some of the situations are mean. really awkward, the Anna Maxwell Martin things I'm finding really hard to watch I'm loving, she, she's really good though yeah. isn't she as well. she's almost, she almost feels out of place, she's like playing it like straight, almost like she's in a yeah. drama rather than a comedy, yeah. I really like uh, Paul Reddy and I really like Diane Morgan and I yeah. love the sort of cutaways to Oliver Chris who plays the husband who's always just sort oh, that, of... That for me is the, the most weakest part. But oh, I, I just thought, I, I love it. Well, it is very sort of traditional sitcom when he's like, oh, he's yeah. like go-karting or he's yeah. he's at the football or he's um, on a stag do on a boat and it's just... I, I, like, I do the, like that. So that's Tuesday, 10 o'clock if you're watching it or like the two of us, you can catch up sooner. Uh, by going on iPlayer. Well, I, only that you probably think I'm going to choose Madam Secretary and you're going to make your joke there now. Who are? Yep. Uh, but I'm a series behind, so I can't. That as a, I, I'm, I, well, I've seen series two and I've got series three saved and this is series four. So, you know, I'm sort of Morgan going Freeman. along. Guess. Yeah, Morgan Freeman is guest directing and starring in the first episode, so that'll be interesting in itself. Uh, but no, I'm going to I'm going to go for insert name here purely because oh, uh, I, I, I quite no, I quite like this. I know it's a little bit silly in its premise where they just talk about names and people who've got the same name. But actually, I quite like the well, that's your weak got... area, isn't it? Names. Well, yeah, exactly. You don't want to pick so, up. You know like, like people names. It's are. like an it's like a night course for you, really, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna have the same one that I had last week, which was Drugsland, which they which we are going to talk about next week because they're showing it on BBC One on Monday night, Tuesday uh, night, Tuesday night, ten ten forty five, Tuesday night, BBC One Drugsland after, after the news and everything about the um, impact of drugs in Bristol. How can you support us, follow us, find us, love us? Um, there are many ways. Twitters, see what we're talking about. I talk less than the other two on Twitter. 
Um, Luke is at Luke Custard TV. Gary at the Gary Show. I'm at Matt TV Bytes. Um, we are on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/TheCustardTV. Give us a like on there. On iTunes, you can give us a five-star review and leave some uh, lovely words if this is your first listening experience or you've been listening to us forever. Even if you don't listen through iTunes, it would be nice for you to leave us some kind words just saying how how great we are every week. Because there's no room for improvement, is the fallacy? No, of course not. No, we, we are the we are the, the zenith of podcast making. YouTube.com slash The Custard TV or search The Custard TV on YouTube. If you'd like to get in touch with us as a collective and talk, uh, you can on uh, email, CustardTVReviews at gmail.com. If you'd like to uh, give back monetarily, you can at Patreon.com slash The Custard TV. Um, you can subscribe as little as $2 and get some lovely bonus podcasts. There might be some more coming soon. Have I missed anything else? No, but can I can I just pick up on something? Matt says it correctly. I say it correctly. Luke, can you please learn that there's an E in Patreon, not Patron? I said Patreon in the, earlier on in this podcast. Just yeah, but last what? week you said Patron, and it's not. But just, I don't no, like just, it when Gary just All the things the, that you get wrong, guys. Going top, <laughs> yeah, well, going I, thought, I feel like I'm speaking to authority. You know, I get things wrong, therefore, when others do. With me and Gary did... Four episodes about Stranger Things Season 2 that are all available on our feed. Uh, The Upside Down cast, which is is listenable in full. You could binge on that. um, Yeah. Or you could listen along as you watch along with the series if you're late late to it. And and I suppose... The one, the one thing I should plug is if the, if you're going to get the uh, the Twin Peaks Series Four DVD uh, or Series Three DVD for Christmas, then listen to. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what series he's talking about. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, you could go back and listen to Mike Monster and I's uh, reviews of each episode uh, as you watch the as you watch the show. So you could go and do that over Christmas as well. The the custardtv.com. You can read. Uh, what can we read? Uh, what can we read? What can we read on there this week, Luke? Uh, reviews of the stunning first episode of Peaky Blinders, the second Detectorist, which was brilliant, uh, and all the latest TV news and previews online at the Custard TV. A very, a very good recap of um, of uh, Riverdale as well. Gary's dad. Yeah, I know. They just thought oh, they don't know. Hold on. I'll call you back in a minute. I'm just finishing a podcast. <laughs> okay. he, must, he must think that's all you do. <laughs> it is all I do. <laughs> Nice. Watch Didn't telly, know, create a document. Know what one is. Watch telly, create a document, record have a podcast. That it? is my life. Do they even, do they even understand what you they mean? They used to listen it? to various pre-versions uh, of me doing podcasts. They've what, heard. What, they've Gary, heard. Gary the early. <laughs> yeah, the Gary show and and uh, things like that. I don't, I don't know if they've ever listened to this. But... You can catch us next week on the Custard TV podcast, where we will discuss. Um, the first episode of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, which starts on Sunday. If you and, and, and we're, and we're going to try and, and recap some of the shows that uh, we've been talking about over the last few months to sort of let you know where we've got up to them with and what we finished and what we liked and what we thought of the whole thing. Okay, see you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Rate and review us wherever you find us. I think that it's programs like this that help people realise that they're not alone. Search The Custard TV on YouTube, iTunes and Facebook. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.